Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast. This is our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews together, and we are starting chapter 12 in this episode. Yes, there's only two more chapters of Hebrews left. The end is in view. Who would have thought that over a year ago when we started this journey that it would take us this long to get through this book? There have been a couple of uh, interludes that I've taken due to travel and different situations in life, but overall we've been pretty steady with our commitment to go through this book, and I believe it's been a profitable journey. I know that I have thoroughly enjoyed it. So today we're starting chapter 12, and let me start the episode by reading the first two verses Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God." Well, two very well-known verses, probably the best-known verses in the book of Hebrews, I would assume. These verses are some of the very first verses that I memorized as a believer and part of a scripture memory plan that I was doing over 35 years ago. But these verses are, are packed with some really great stuff. It's actually one long sentence. It's kind of a run-on sentence, but it is one continual thought. But we're going to break it down in bite-sized pieces. We'll spend a couple of episodes on these two verses. First of all, in verse 1, where he talks about the great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. Now, there's three words in this first verse, cloud being one of them. The other one is encumbrance or weight, some of your translations might say. And the third is easily entangles. So these three words are what I've alluded to in other episodes for those kind of geek Greeks out there. I'll throw in a little bit of academic stuff from time to time. These are what we call hapax legomenons. Simply means that these words only appear in scripture here. They don't appear anywhere else. We don't have a lot of context to interpret these words, which is actually helpful in seeing how words are used by scriptural writers in other passages to help us have an idea of what they mean here. So we don't have that luxury with these words. So when it comes to interpretation, we kind of just got to take them at face value. But the writer says that we have a great cloud of witnesses. This idea of cloud, what does that mean? Well, Maybe it simply means that we just have a group of people that have gone before us. He just spent the whole of chapter 11 giving examples of all these people that had gone before his readers in faith and that they had persevered in their faith walk with God. And it's definitely an allusion to all these witnesses. This word witness is the very common Greek word, martus. It's the word that we derive our English word martyrs or those that testify at a price. And so he's saying that these witnesses are surrounding us. Now, there's no reference in this verse to these witnesses 
necessarily doing anything. Maybe the more traditional idea of interpretation is that they're somehow watching from afar and they're cheering us on from the balcony of heaven. I know that is a very feel-good type of interpretation, but just from a biblical standpoint, we don't have really any precedence in Scripture where those in the afterlife are interacting or watching from afar those that are still on earth. So I would be a little careful to go too far with application. But nonetheless, I think the greatest encouragement that the writer is trying to bring across is that there have been many people that have gone before us and have persevered in their faith. And I think that's probably the greatest encouragement that we can take away from this verse is that we're not alone. We're not out here pioneering something that's never been done before. And I think that's one of the most encouraging things that we can tell each other when we are challenged in our faith, because he goes on to say that we're going to have encumbrances. We're going to have these burdens. Again, we don't have a lot of context to interpret what he meant by these burdens, but they are things that weigh us down. And the writer says to lay those things aside. I do like this word, lay aside. It's a word that's used several times in the New Testament. Paul specifically uses this word in Ephesians. 4 when he talks about laying aside the old man and putting on the new man. And this is something that we actively do. It's the word picture of getting dressed, taking clothes off and putting clothes on. And so this laying aside is something that we have to choose to do on a daily basis, that we have to choose to set things aside. We have to make the decision. We have to step away from these encumbrances. We have to lay aside the hindrance and the weight of these things. And we're going to look in tomorrow's episode at how we do that. But the writer is just stressing that this is something that we have to do. And then he also mentions the sin, which so easily entangles us. Now, this idea of being easily entangled is also another example of a word that appears only one time. So we don't have context to interpret it, but obviously he's referring to something that can become wrapped around us. It's something that can become connected to us that makes it hard for us to run. It's like having something wrapped around your ankles when you're trying to run a race. And he alludes to this race that's been set before us. And we know that the scriptures refer to the Christian life as a race. It is something that has a beginning and something that has a finish line. And the finish line is death. The finish line is when this life is over. And the time in between that is something that needs to be done with endurance. It's something that's going to require faith on our part. And it's difficult at times and it gets long. And the writer is encouraging us, listen, if you're going to run this race, definitely don't run the race with burdens and with sin that entangles you. You need to run it untethered. You need to be free from these things and be able to run without encumbrance. So the writer is encouraging us in how we can run with endurance 
since this race set before us. He encourages us that we're not alone, that people have always gone before us, and there will be people that come after us that should and will receive encouragement from our commitment to stay the course and to stay in the faith and trust God and to also practically lay aside those things that would hinder us. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.